I thank the Lord for the privilege of being in his house tonight, and I'd like to thank everyone that's here. Thank you for coming, especially our visitors. We've got a number of visitors, and we just thank you so much for coming. It just blesses us and encourages us and excites us to see you. Uh, glad to have all of you, and uh, I'm not going to try to name each of our visitors, but I want to say right out of my heart, thank you for being here. I do want to mention this. Uh, when a couple of our preaching brothers come in, uh, Brother Dan and Brother Charles, and I saw them and uh, welcomed them. Glad to have them back. And uh, I said, uh, I'll bet you know what my first phrase is when I get up, or one of my first phrases. I said, either one of you are welcome tonight uh, to preach for us. And I uh, appreciate uh, all of our preaching brothers that's here. I uh, appreciate uh, Neil and appreciate uh, Brent and thank the, thank the good Lord for everybody that's come. I have one verse of scripture that I want to share tonight. It's a very familiar scripture, but it really came on my heart real strong. It's in a, it's in a chapter that's probably uh, one of, if not the most uh, read and uh, memorized chapters in the Bible. It's in the 23rd Psalm. But I want to just utilize one verse from there for tonight for opening up. I want you to listen at it real carefully. I think sometimes when we uh, maybe quote the whole 23rd Psalm, sometimes we get to this part and we just uh, maybe kind of uh, look over it a little bit. But listen. Uh, Psalms 23 and 6, surely, I like that word, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. What a wonderful statement. Let's all stand for just a moment of prayer as we pray. Precious Heavenly Father, I thank you for allowing us to be here. And God, I thank you that you're such a good, dependable God. I thank you, Lord, that we can know when we have you as our shepherd and the Savior of our soul, that we can know that surely goodness and mercy will follow us all the days of our life, and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Thank you, God, for that assurance, and thank you for letting us be here tonight, God, for your presence we've already felt. And the good love and fellowship that we've even experienced before church started. God, thank you tonight. We ask you to bless this service and just lead us and guide us. And God, just speak to the hearts of those that are spiritually in need tonight. We ask you these things and praise you in Jesus' name. And amen. And we'll turn you seat, be seated and we turn over to the choir. Page 172.
to say it's good to be in the Lord's house tonight. Uh, I come in and Neil asked me if I was ready to go. Uh, I said, what are you talking about? He said, well, uh, it's your time on the schedule. So uh, I guess I'm opening up again. Uh, but uh, I'm thankful to be here, uh, thankful to be saved. Uh, uh, you know, I was reading today a little bit about uh, waiting on the Lord. And uh, I just uh, pray tonight we just wait on him and uh, wait for his sweet peace to move. I hope it does. And uh, if you're here tonight and can't feel that sweet peace, well, I just wait on the Lord, and that might come by your way tonight. So uh, I just asked everybody to stand. Anybody got a unspoken request? Anybody with a spoken? Remember him and that family.
certainly remember that. I'm thankful there's power in prayer. Anyone else? If not, why is Brother Billy ready to lead us in prayer? Our most kind and gracious and wise Heavenly Father, it's once again with our hearts and minds before you this evening. Thanking the Heavenly Father for this another opportunity to us to get together with our brothers and our sisters in the Lord. This time, if anybody's got a song or a testimony on your heart. say yes and I'll sit down but uh, uh, I was thinking earlier today uh, I've been working construction going on four years and uh, on the job site you know uh, there's always something to do and uh, I was thinking why it's about the same way in the church house uh, there's always a prayer to be prayed, uh, a song to be sung, uh, or a message that needs to be preached. And uh, why well, I was thinking, uh, why well, if you don't know what your job is, why well, at work, if you don't know what your job is, you ask the boss, and he'll tell you what to do. Uh, why, well, and if it's in the church house, why well, you ask the good Lord, and uh, you wait on him, and he'll let you know what to do. So. Uh, I'm thankful to be here, and I'll turn it over to our pastor. I 
Amen. Well, I appreciate that. I appreciate everything that's been done so far. I thank the Lord. I, I appreciate that thought that uh, God gave Levi. I just, that fits so good. You just ask the good Lord. You follow the Holy Spirit and what he tells you, and you'll be doing your job. That's, that's wonderful. So good to be here. I appreciate what I've already felt. Good to see everybody again. I'll say that. Uh, let me ask again. Levi gave uh, plenty of opportunity, but I feel like asking again. Somebody's got a song or a testimony. Uh, feel free to come. Just do or sing or say what's on your heart. Anybody? If not, just keep praying. We'll look at these preachers. One of you fellas got it on your heart. Come ahead. Charles said no. Dan said no too. Well, we got more preachers, thank the Lord. <laughs> we got uh, Neil and Cooper and Brent. And, uh, uh, and Levi's welcome to get back up if he wants to, so we count him too. But whichever one of you fellows got something on your heart, come ahead. Got something, buddy? You will. Now I'm really going to try harder to get somebody to sing a song. Anybody? And I'm not trying to twist anybody's arm. If you fellas don't feel like coming, then okay, let's pray. Pray for Charles. He wants you to sing. Y'all pray for me. I haven't hardly practiced this, and I'm still getting over a cold, but I want to follow the Lord, so. Daniel labored four days in prayer. He looked around, and no one was there. Seemed all that he prayed for was in vain. But he kept on pressing through until one day he heard a voice he knew, fear not, Daniel. On the first day he heard you, he heard you. The first time you cried, he heard you. His word cannot lie, though all circumstances say he's too late. He heard you, so don't despair. He heard you, and your father cares. Your answer's coming soon. He heard you. Days been long, oh the trial's been hard, the dark storm has stolen your song. The lies of Satan say God has not heard, why he's not answering I cannot say, but all I know is serving God always pays no matter what. You're going through, he heard you, he heard you. The first time you cried, he heard you, 
His word cannot lie, though all circumstances say he's too late. He heard you, so don't despair. He heard you, and your Father cares no matter what you're going through. He heard you. Nobody else got one. I got two places in the scripture I want to draw your attention to. And uh, in uh, the 15th Psalm, first of all, uh, and then, uh, then the 15th chapter of the book of John. And uh, you pray real hard. I'll read these first uh, few verses here in uh, Psalms 15. <clears throat> and then we'll go to the 15th chapter of John. Psalms 15 1. Lord, who shall abide? in thy tabernacle who shall dwell in thy holy hill the answer here he that walketh uprightly and worketh righteousness and speaketh the truth in his heart he that backbiteth not with his tongue nor doeth evil to his neighbor nor taketh up a reproach against his neighbor and so keep that in mind and we'll go to the 15th chapter of John and continue to read there Jesus is speaking here in the book of John here's what he said John 15, 1 says, I am the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. And listen to this real carefully. And come back to this. This is a key point. Verse 3 says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken to you. He was talking to people that had been cleaned up. That's who he was telling to abide in him. So keep that in mind. Verse 4, abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth uh, much fruit. For without me ye can do nothing. If a, man, if a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit. So shall ye be my disciples. And uh, for a text tonight, I'd like to use a question. Where are you abiding? And to abide means to stay someplace or to live someplace. Uh, it ties right in with what you were talking about, Levi, uh, when you uh, may be wondering what am I supposed to do or what's my job right now. Like you said, if you was on a construction site, you'd ask the construction boss, uh, what do you want me to do? And uh, you'd get along with him real good if you stayed in touch with him. He told you what uh, you need to be doing, you kept doing that. And so, uh, are you abiding, are you staying uh, in the will of God? And so, when Jesus said, I'm the true vine and my father's the husband, he was talking about a personal relationship we have in our life. 
And uh, uh, let me remind you again, and, and this is a point I, I need to make, and God blesses me to make often when I'm preaching. There's two parts to us. There's an inward man and there's an outward man. Now, when you get saved by the grace of God, uh, your soul always abides in him. And he always abides in you. Uh, Jesus said, I'm in you and you're in me and I'm in the Father and the Father's in me. And when you get <coughs> saved, you have eternal life. <coughs> and so uh, I got saved when I was 12 years old. I haven't always done what God wanted me to. <coughs> I haven't always been abiding in the Lord. But ever since I got saved when I was 12 years old, my soul has been in the Lord. Uh, I've been in him and he's been in me. I, I've got eternal life. Uh, simple enough uh, to go to uh, probably the most well-known scripture in the Bible, John 3:16. For God so loved the world, that, that's us, uh, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, and I'm glad that I believed one time by faith when the gospel reached me. And you pray real hard. I need to get a drink of water here. I'm having trouble with my voice. When I was just a boy and the gospel reached me and I believed in him, uh, what did I get? Uh, I got a promise that I'd never perish, but I had everlasting life. And so, and you pray real hard. I said, uh, he said, I'm the vine, uh, the true vine, and my father is the husbandman. The husband is the one that trims up the vine. Uh, he's the one that trims up the branches. Boy, I'm glad tonight that uh, when I uh, got saved and went down the road a little while and I was doing good, and, uh, when I started to get out of line, I started to get uh, Brother Anthony where I wasn't abiding in him like I need to. I, he came by and trimmed me up. Uh, how'd he do that? Uh, well, he let me uh, feel uh, the, the, he let me feel, uh, the, the pain because he withdrew his spirit from me. If, if you're going to uh, be able to do something for the Lord, it takes the Holy Spirit. And if you're going to have joy in your life, it takes the Holy Spirit. Uh, if you're going to be a light to somebody, and if you're going to help somebody get saved, it takes abiding in the vine. Uh, let me uh, preach this tonight. Uh, Sometimes it's easy to just kind of get coasting along, uh, going to church uh, once in a while, uh, saying, well, I, I've said it before in my own life. I'm not doing too bad. I'm not doing uh, like those other folks down the road. I'm not doing uh, like these folks that's done these bad things. I'm not doing a uh, real bad horrific sins. I go to church. I'm not doing too bad. But I had my focus on things in the world. I had my focus on things outside of Jesus. I, I wasn't staying close to him. I, I wasn't staying in his will. I was uh, going after the things of the flesh. If you want to have a power with God, if you want to help your people... If you're a parent and you want to uh, see your kids get saved, uh, live for Jesus. Uh, 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 you can't guarantee they'll get saved, but uh, you can be a help to them. Uh, you can be a light to them. And so uh, you pray real hard. Uh, uh, boy, uh, uh, I didn't think I'd, I'd be using this tonight, but I've got a burden to preach this. I uh, pray and help me preach it tonight. Uh, uh, boy, uh, we're in this together. I don't, and you know this, but I need to say it. I don't, and none of these other preachers, we don't get up here and preach by ourselves. Oh, it takes the Lord, but it takes the church. That's who does the preaching tonight. And so you pray real hard. I appreciate being able to feel like preaching this. He went on down here and listened to this. When he says down here, every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purged it that it may bring forth more fruit. When you get out of line, God, he cuts your Holy Spirit off. You don't act like a branch then because you're not getting the fruit of the Holy Spirit not coming down through the vine into the branches. If you 
you want to do something for Jesus, you better abide in the vine. And he said, now ye are clean through the word which I've spoken to you. He clarified that. He was talking to saved people. He's talking to people that have been cleaned up through the word of God. Folks, if you've had your soul cleaned up, uh, praise God. That's the best thing you can have. And if you've got, let me ask you this. Uh, I'm not asking you to raise your hands. I could. I thought about it, but I'm not going to do it. If I ask you uh, tonight to raise your hand, everybody, uh, that, uh, and I'm not asking you to, but if I said everybody that believes that God can do everything, uh, and if you, everybody that believes that God wants the best for us, uh, I believe every house, uh, everybody in the house would raise your hand. If I said, uh, I want you to uh, think about, uh, ask, let me ask you this. Does God want the best for you? Is he wanting to be good to you? Uh, does God care about you? Everybody say, yeah. Well, then if I went on and said, well, Brother Billy, if I said then, if you believe God's good and you believe he wants the best for you and you believe he gave his son to die on Calvary for you and you believe all that, are you doing your best for him? Boy, if, I, if I'd asked that, if I'd had people raising their hands, uh, probably wouldn't be quite as many hands raised on that last question. I've been in that spot. And I've been ashamed of it. And I've been sad about it. But boy, I'm telling you what, when I repented and I got back in fellowship, my joy come back. What, what kind of fruit can you bear, preacher? Well, let me tell you about what kind of fruit the church bears. When I was a lost boy and there was people in church that were abiding in the vine and God was using them and the Holy Spirit was moving in the heart of the church and God was preaching the gospel through the church and people were being a light to me. I, I can remember people when I was just a little boy that Carl has been dead a long time, some of them, and they were people that were abiding in the vine. What happened when they were a light to me and when God used the church to preach the gospel to me and when I got saved, I was the fruit of the vine I was the fruit that was born through the branches doing what God wanted them to we need to be doing what God wants us to listen this is not a plaything. it's not a part time hobby we need to get in and really get with it uh, well, what do you mean, preacher? Get in and get with it. Uh, don't just make it a part-time thing. Uh, don't say, I'm not doing too bad. Uh, listen, uh, God never told us anywhere in the Bible uh, to compare our life to somebody else and that we'd be justified if we could find somebody that was doing worse than we are. God wants us uh, to measure up according to the Word of God. And so when Jesus said, Now you're clean through the Word that I spoke to you, He said, Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself except it abide in the vine, no more can ye except ye abide in me. <coughs> he said this, I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. Uh, for without me you can do nothing. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, stay in the will of God. Uh, uh, do what God wants you to. Uh, uh, praise God for people that comes to church. Uh, but also praise God even more for people that not only comes to church, uh, but live for him Monday night and Tuesday, uh, all day, uh, night and um, Wednesday and Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, every day of the week. Uh, not just on church time, uh, but we need to have our thoughts in our heart we need to be abiding in the vine boy I need to get this if a man abide not in me listen to this he is cast forth as a branch and is withered and men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned uh, I'll just be real honest uh, uh, we need to learn as we go along about the scripture when I was uh, just a young fella and I, I was uh, reading that. I thought, well, that sounds like uh, people going to hell. That's not what that's talking about. Uh, no, sir, uh, not at all. Uh, let me uh, explain it to you a little bit. 
uh, think about this. I like this. If a man abide not in me, he is cast forth as a branch and is withered. And men gather them and cast them into the fire and they are burned. He don't say God gathered them. He said men gather them. Uh, what are you talking about, preacher? Well, let me tell you this. Uh, I've known folks that lived for the Lord most of their life. And coming down uh, in the evening of time, uh, they'd get out of church and do some ungodly thing. Uh, their influence got burned up. Uh, people didn't trust them anymore. Uh, you can't uh, dabble around in the world and do ungodliness and have power with God. Uh, people will burn up uh, your influence in their life. You've got to live for God. And you know what? This is a sad thing to me. I've known people that lived good most of their life and done something horrible. And after a while, they died. And uh, you know what? Uh, people, a lot of times, would remember what they did. It was horrible. But let me tell you this. Uh, I like the other side of this. I need to preach this. This makes me happier uh, to preach this. Uh, if you've been out in sin and done wrong and ungodly and you'll come back and really repent and get in, uh, you can have your power back. Uh, you can get influence back. Uh, let's use King David for an example. He was a man after God's heart. He was a good man. Uh, what bad thing uh, did that man of God do? Uh, well, he committed murder and he committed adultery. Uh, boy, he did some wrong things, did some bad stuff. Uh, he was out of place and out of line, and he was ungodly. Did God throw him away? No. Did Israel throw him away? No. He repented. He come back and he apologized to God. Uh, well, uh, maybe part of the reason he did that is because the old prophet uh, talked to him. Uh, Nathan the prophet come, uh, told him a little story, uh, told David. He said, well, uh, David, he said, there was a man down here, had a little ewe lamb, uh, just a poor man. I put it in my own words. He said, there's a family, uh, a fellow come uh, visiting uh, to the country. And he said, the king in that country, he wanted uh, to feed his friends. He, he said, instead of taking his own sheep and sacrificing them said so he took that little ewe lamb that that man had he said he sacrificed it out to feed his company David said that man shall surely die now the Bible doesn't say this uh, about this uh, but in my imagination Ryan I can see Nathan pointing his finger uh, right uh, in the face of David and here the Bible does tell this he said thou art the man you're the man. You know what? It's easier to judge other folks than it is to judge yourself. We're not supposed to be judges. But God loves you tonight. And listen, if you want to have power with God, you're going to have to abide in the vine. If you want to bring forth fruit, you're going to have to abide in the vine. Preacher, none of us are perfect. Amen. I'm sure a long way from perfect. But I'll tell you what. Aside from my mistakes and a life's a repenting way. Preacher, do you ever have to repent? I had somebody ask me that one time. I said, you ever have to repent? I said, oh, just a few times a day. And they said, oh, I said, I'm serious. I said, so am I. Uh, I have to repent. It's, life is an ongoing process of repenting. If I didn't repent, uh, I, I wouldn't be able to get up here and preach God's word. If I, if I didn't repent, I wouldn't be able to have power when I talk to somebody about Jesus. Same with all of us. We've got to have a repentant heart. And listen, now let me tell you something else. I need to preach this too. When you have repented, and God's forgive you. I preached on this the other day, but I need to touch it again. When you've, when you've done something wrong, you've repented, and God's forgive you, don't let the devil keep beating you up over that. When God forgives you, it's done. Forgive yourself and go on and abide in the vine. Listen, let me get this last part again. It won't be too long now. Just be a few minutes probably. 
He said, if you abide in me and my, and my words abide in you, you shall ask what you will. It shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit so that ye shall be my disciples. Praise God. Everybody can do that. Listen, if you're here tonight and lost, I haven't preached the lost. Maybe just a little bit, not much. If you're here tonight and lost and God calls you and you'll trust Jesus, repent, you can get saved. But what I've been preaching to tonight, what God's really laid on my heart, and, and I don't have anybody that I'm picking out to preach this to. I didn't realize I was going to preach it tonight. I saw all these preachers come in. I said, boy, I got her made tonight. Uh, God, all kinds of folks could be preaching tonight. Uh, boy, you better be ready. Be ready. I'm telling you what, uh, be ready because uh, we don't know when it's going to come our time to do something, but we need uh, to be abiding in the vine. And so I'm glad God let me study this. I'm glad he had it uh, on my heart. I'm glad I even had the pages marked, even though I didn't think I'd use it tonight. Listen to me. If you're here and you've been saved, uh, are you ready to get in and get with it? Let's stand and let's get a song tonight. Will you abide in the vine? Will you, will you stay and live where God wants you to? Now, don't live in such a way that you get cut off and you get cast in the far. Uh, I've had a few times in my own life that I've done things or said things in the presence. I remember one of my friends was a lost man, and I, I did something uh, that I shouldn't have done. And I thought, boy, I've hurt myself him. I, uh, it worried me. I thought, I wonder if he'll ever get saved. He did finally get saved. And I thank God. Well, I'm glad of that. But when I repented and asked God to forgive me and God let me get back in and even let my friends see that. Listen, sing when you're ready. Somebody cheer that needs to get in the vine and abide. Come and let's pray about this. Come and let's talk to Jesus about this. Obey the Lord tonight. Please obey the Lord. You don't have to be a, a bad man. You don't have to be a bad woman to be out of fellowship with God. I've been out of fellowship before without doing any horrendous crimes. I just wasn't abiding where God wanted me. I wasn't doing what God wanted me to do. We got some people maybe that needs to repent tonight. If you do need to repent, come on, do it. We may have some people here that needs to join this church tonight. If that's what God wants you to do, that's important. Do that. Come and let us know it. We may have some folks that need to join for baptism. Baptism doesn't get you to heaven. Water baptism doesn't get you to heaven. But it's an act of obedience and it's a testimony as part of our abiding in the vine. It's a testimony to the world that we've trusted Jesus. Would you come tonight? Come if you will. that's enough anybody got anything before we come to a close if you don't want to move you don't have to
and I sure can't make you. And God's not going to make you. And so if you're not where God wants you to be and you can think about it and think I'm going to get there, I really am one of these days I'm going to do it. And days go by and it's still not there and more days go by and it's still not there and more days go by and it's still not there. If you keep going the same direction you're going, if you're you're not on the right track and you're not doing what you're supposed to, and you keep going and doing what you're already going and doing, it's never going to change. Choose ye this day whom you will serve. Don't wait and try to choose tomorrow. Oh, but i got to get this fixed or that fixed. What we need to do is come to God when he's calling us and let God fix the thing we can't fix and then we be obedient to him. And that's what Levi was talking about. We need to be obedient to the master of the job, to the boss of the job. That's God. One more verse. One more verse. I thought I was done, but one more verse. Come if, come if God's calling you. Come. Do something. I don't know what to say. Say whatever God gives you. Obey the Lord. Obey the Lord. Get in all the way. A hundred percent. Get in. Appreciate your prayers. They helped me and your good attention. That helped me. Anything on anybody's heart before we come to a close? Got a couple things I want to share with you before we come to a close. Uh, I got on my heart and uh, just called him tonight, actually. And uh, a lot of you remember and know preacher Larry Waters from West Side Baptist Church over in Muncie, Indiana. He's preached for us before. And we've been over there some and preached for him. I got got on my heart to ask Larry Waters to preach our homecoming this year and uh, ask him to come and uh, if he could bring his singers, the Waters family, and they've been here and sung before, and boy, God blessed them so good. And uh, he, he said, that really excites me. He said, I, that really touched his heart when I asked him that. And he said, as far as I know, I can and be happy to. He said, I'll check with the others and make sure the schedule's okay. And uh, he said, God will, and we'll try to be there for the homecoming. And so really remember those folks. Also, God, I'm hard. I'll just go ahead and share this all right. 
I got on my heart to ask Cooper if he'd preach our sunrise service. And he said he'd be glad to. And I said, now, I know you're taking care of things up there at Pleasantview. You don't know if we're going to have a sunrise or not. If you want to check that first and make sure that don't put you in a bind that way. He said he'd check those things out. But he was excited about sunrise here when I asked him that too. So God willing, uh, we'll uh, have, uh, have Cooper here if things work out for sunrise service and have uh, Larry Waters and the Waters family here for our homecoming if that works out. So really, really pray for that. Now, anything else? Any other announcements or anything? I mentioned it earlier, but please pray for those three revivals at least that I know is going on right now. Uh, Crouches Creek and uh, Mount Washington uh, and uh, Locust Grove. Pray for those. Anything else? I'm glad to have you tonight. Glad you're here. Please come back Sunday if you can. And uh, I'll say this to you too. Probably you know this, but I'll just say this. If you've got something on your mind or on your heart, a question, maybe maybe you felt like you need to move. And like I said, when you feel like that, do that, and then uh, the questions will get answered in due time. But if, in case, that you've got something that's troubling you that you'd like to talk to me about, I'm available. Please come and talk to me. We'll try to sort it out. Okay, anything else? Right, if not, we'll bow our heads in prayer. Mr. Lord, we ask the, uh, Brother Charles to pray a benediction. Thank you.